let me preach the word of God and wherever God will take us, we will flow in that direction. Ezekiel chapter number 37, we are reading from the verse number 1. Ezekiel, the book of Ezekiel, chapter number 37, reading from the verse number 1. I want you to follow me. I'm talking about prophecy, the power of a prophetic word. The power of a prophetic word. The power of a prophetic word. The Bible says, The hand of the Lord was upon me. I want you to follow me um, carefully, even as uh, SMO. I'm trusting God to um, preach. Okay, but uh, my eyes were open. But you have a big prophet here, so let me let me preach. He will do he will do the prophesy. <laughs> uh, Jesus. All right. Hope that is okay. I'll leave the professor into us and then I'll preach. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, Yeah. Let me read. <laughs> the Bible says, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. I want you to pay attention to the scripture very well. He said, The first thing that happened was that the hand of the Lord was upon me. The hand of the Lord was upon me. Beloved, if there is something that you should desire as a Christian, it should be the hand of the Lord upon a man. Because when the hand of the Lord is upon a man, it turns impossibilities into possibilities. When the hand of the Lord is upon a man, the things that were not possible prior to this experience becomes possible. Why am I saying this? There is a man called Samson. And this is a man that looked ordinary. This is a man that looked thing. He looked like an ordinary man. In fact, when you looked at Samson, you would never attribute any attributes and characteristics of strength to this man. Why? Because he was not bulky. He was not stout. And he was not a big man in appearance or stature. But the Bible says that there were times that the Spirit of God would come upon something. And the moment the Spirit of God would come upon something, all of a sudden the Spirit of strength would enter something. And the moment the Spirit of strength would enter something, all of a sudden he would receive unusual grace and ability to be able to do things that he hasn't been able to do before. And the Bible says that this one man could gather an entire army and defeat them. The man became so strong and the impossible became possible. Things that something couldn't do in the natural, when the hand of the Lord would come upon this man, he would receive the ability to do it. The Bible says that not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So when the spirit of the Lord comes upon you, your strength is benched. You see, in football, when a player is actively playing and is not playing well, the manager or the coach has a call to make and it is to withdraw that player and to bench him so that a better than him comes on. So when your strength is failing you, the Spirit of God, the hand of God can bench your strength and empower you and I pray that this evening the power of God 
somebody. I pray that somebody will receive strength that comes from the bosom of the Father. I pray that the Spirit of God will rest mightily upon somebody so that what you have not done before you will begin to do. The Bible says that in the Old Testament, a time came that some people against the king Saul when Saul told them to come together so that they could go and do a battle some of the Israelites despised Saul and they said we are not going to follow you because you are not a man that we desire you are not a man that we wish you rule over us so we are not going to follow you so when Saul made the call some people decided not to come and the Bible said they are not came upon Saul. And when the hand of God rested upon Saul, all of a sudden, the Bible says that Saul arose in the power of the hand of God that was upon him. And then he began to do some things. And when he did those things, all of Israel began to follow him. I pray in the name of Jesus that the hand of God will come upon you and give you divine endorsement so that those people that wouldn't follow you will begin to follow you. So that those people who despise you will begin to love you so that those people who didn't believe in you will begin to believe in you. I pray that the Spirit of God will come upon somebody. You see, when the angel entered into the house of Mary and greeted Mary with greeting. He said that you are highly favored. And then he continues to say that the reason you are highly favored is because you are going to carry the Savior. You are going to carry the Messiah. You are going to carry something from God. You are going to carry something that is special. You carry the Messiah and you are going to bring him into the world. And the Bible said that after this message was given to the woman Mary, Mary was wondering how it was going to come to pass. Mary was wondering how these things were going to be. Why? Because Mary was a virgin and Mary was not married. So Mary was wondering, ah, the things that it takes for a woman to marry, uh, sorry, a woman to give birth, I don't even have them. The things that it takes for a woman to uh, give birth, I not, I don't have them. I am not equipped with the things that can make a woman get pregnant. I am not equipped with the things that can cause a woman to conceive. I don't have a husband yet. So, Angel, what do you mean by saying that I, a virgin, is going to get married? And the angel says, don't worry, Mary. There is something called the Spirit of the Lord. And when this Spirit of the Lord I am talking about rests on you, the moment He rests on you, you are going to conceive. He said that the power of the highest, the Spirit of the living God, will overshadow you. And as a result of that overshadowing, Mary, you that is a virgin that shouldn't be able to conceive, you are going to conceive. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that somebody here who doesn't have the natural ability to do something, perhaps there is a task that you ought to accomplish, but in your strength you can't do it. I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you. And when the Spirit of the Lord arrests you, when the Spirit of the Lord arrives, when the Spirit of God came, when the disciples had met, the Bible said 
that they began to speak tongues. They began to speak languages that they hadn't spoken before. When the Spirit of God comes on you, He has the ability, the capability, the tenacity, and He is able to turn your tongue. Your tongue is able to give you a language that you have not spoken before. You that was speaking a language of poverty, all of a sudden you are going to start talking wealth. You that was not counted amongst people of influence, all of a sudden your language will begin to change and you are going to start speaking the language of the wealthy. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Spirit of God will come upon you. When the Spirit of God came upon Mary, He impregnated Mary. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will be impregnated with destiny. I pray that you will be impregnated with power. I pray that you will receive power from on high. When the Spirit of the Lord has come upon you, I pray in the name of Jesus, when the Spirit of God showed up in the life of Mary, Mary began to experience the supernatural. A woman that had not met an angel before, after meeting the angel, and after the Spirit of God came upon her, a woman that should get pregnant by means of going through sexual intercourse. Sexual intercourse was erased, and she received seed even without sexual contact. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, that because of the Spirit of God, you that didn't have the strength to conceive the things that you ought to conceive, I pray that that strength will come upon you. I pray that that strength will come upon you. Listen to me. There was a time that a man called Saul was going to be chosen as king. Why? Because God had chosen him. And the Bible said he met the prophet Samuel and prophet Samuel told Saul that Saul, don't you know that you are anointed as king? Don't you know that the Lord has called you as a king? And then all of a sudden the Bible said that these are the signs that you are going to see that will make you believe that you are called as a king. And he said that you are going to walk and you go to a particular place and when you get there, you will meet a company of prophets who will be prophesying. And when you arrive, the Spirit of God would come upon you and you will begin to prophesy. And the Bible said that when Saul was going where he was going, of a truth, he met the company of prophets. And when they met them, the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And a man who had never prophesied, all of a sudden received strength and ability and the gift and he began to prophesy and everybody that saw him said a soul also amongst the prophets I pray in the name of Jesus that the spirit of God will come upon you and will change your life will change things around you and will turn things around you and by reason of this encounter you that was not counted amongst the worthy you will be called worthy you that was not counted amongst the intelligent you will be called intelligent you that was not counted Amongst the prophets, you begin to be called the prophet. You, that nobody thought you would come up with anything good in life, you will begin to come up with something good. I pray in the name of Jesus. Let the Spirit of God rest upon somebody. Let the hand of God come upon somebody. Let the power of God come upon somebody. The Bible said that there was a certain man who was persecuting the church. This man was a man 
that was called Saul or Paul. It is in, in Hebrew and in Greek. The man was called Saul or Paul. And this man, one time he was on his usual assignment. He was going to persecute the church. And once he was in us on his way, the Bible said that the Lord Jesus appeared to him. And by the appearance of the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus told him that Saul, I have called you. You are mine. You can't fight against me. I am commissioning you to do my work. But go and see a certain man. The man is called Adonai. I have shown you to him in a vision. And when you get to this man, this man has an assignment in your life. When you go, this man will lay hands on you. This man will pray for you. And by virtue of his prayer for you, the Spirit of God will come upon you. You are going to be filled with the Spirit. And when he encountered the man Ananiah, the man prayed for him. And after that prayer, the Bible said that Paul was filled with the Spirit. And when he got filled with the Spirit, we know what God used him for. We began to see the things that God used him for. How God was using him to heal the sick. How he was using him to, to cleanse the lepers. How God was using him to preach his word. I pray in the name of Jesus at the hand of God. The Spirit of God will rest mightily upon somebody. Ah, I don't know where you are in life. I don't know what you ought to accomplish. I don't know where you ought to go. But I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you will receive the Spirit of God. You will receive the power from on high. You will receive the power of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that power will come upon somebody. I pray in the name of Jesus that somebody will come into contact with the electricity of heaven. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. If where you are, there is no power in that place. If people are not responding to the messages you pray, I pray in the name of Jesus that let the power of God begin to rest upon somebody. Let signs and wonders begin to follow somebody. In the name of Jesus, if God, the Spirit of God, could come upon a man who have not prophesied before, and this man will begin to prophesy, then I pray in the name of Jesus that the Spirit of God will show up in the life of somebody and you will receive strength from on high to do exploits, to do something you have not done before. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the Bible says, for they that know their God, they shall receive strength and they shall do exploits. I pray for you in the name of Jesus that you will come to discover the power of God through the Spirit of God. I pray in the name of Jesus that somebody will come into contact with the live wire of heaven. Garatu Ariatania, Maria Loasari, Ali Kataka Dusimakata, Ipakatata, Shitoko Palagadiva. I pray in the name of Jesus that somebody will come into contact with the power of God. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you that you come into contact with the live wire of heaven. Somebody shout the Spirit of God wherever you are. In the name of Jesus, even as the word of God proceeded forth, I pray that the Spirit of God will fall upon somebody. Have you not read in the Bible, how Peter, the apostle Peter, a time came that he went to preach in the house of the centurion. I 
after God through an angel has spoken to this centurion that invites Peter into your house and he will preach the gospel to you and you will receive salvation. The Bible said that when Peter got to this man's residence, he was preaching the word of God. And the Bible said, whilst he yet spake, the spirit of God fell upon them and they began to speak in tongues. Somebody I'm praying for you in the name of Jesus that the fire of God, the spirit of God, or have you not read in the Bible how that when the apostles, the Bible said, had met on the day of Pentecost, the Bible said that there appeared unto them tongues like of clothing fire and it rested on each of them. I pray, hey, if your Christian life has caught water and you have become cold, I pray in the name of Jesus that let the tongues of fire rest upon somebody. Any kind of dullness that is in your spirit, any kind of lukewarmness that is in your spirit, I pray that by virtue of the Spirit of God, you will receive power, you will receive some fire in your bones. I pray that fire will locate you because of the Spirit of God. Paul said something. He said that not that we are sufficient in ourselves or that we can do anything as being of ourselves. We don't count anything as being of ourselves or our sufficiency as of ourselves. But our sufficiency is of God. When the Spirit of God comes upon a man, your sufficiency becomes of Him. He is the one that things with you. He is the one that moves in you. He is the one that talks through you. He is the one that moves and motivates you. And I pray for you that you will receive the power of God. Let there be an infilling of the Spirit of God. If the devil has succeeded in bringing your Christian life down, I pray for you in the name of Jesus that your spirit life will begin to catch fire let there be a stirring in your spirit. Let there be a stirring in your spirit. Can I preach at all? Can I preach at all? The Bible said, And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. And carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. And carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. I pray that the Lord will carry you out. In the spirit of the Lord. I don't know where you are. I don't know in what prison you are. I don't know in what situation you are. I don't know in what prison you are. I don't know wherever you are. What I know is that the spirit of God can carry you out. Say, say carry you out. Say, carry you out. Somebody, somebody hit your stomach and say, carry me out. Carry me out. I don't know what you find yourself in. I don't know the addiction you find yourself in. I don't know the sin you find yourself in. But the spirit of God has the capacity has the ability, has the tenacity to carry you out. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the Spirit of God will carry you out. The Spirit of God will carry you out wherever you find yourself. I pray in the name of Jesus, let the Spirit of God carry you out. I don't know where you are, but do you know, do you know that there, were, there is a man called Obed 
Edom. There is a man called Obed Edom. The man Obed Edom. And there is also another man. There is also another man. The man that was left at Lodiba. The man Mephibosheth. The man Mephibosheth. This is a man that was lame. He was in Lodiba. Lodiba means a place of no communication. This was a man that had been excommunicated. Nobody was thinking about this man. Nobody was thinking about doing him good. This is a man that came from the royal loins of, of, of from King Saul. King Saul's son Jonathan gave birth to this guy and when there, there was one time a battle and the nurse of this young guy was carrying him in an attempt to flee with him and when he was going the Bible says that she tripped and fell and this young guy after he dropped he became lame and when he got lame that was the end of a story. Nobody heard about him again. Why? Because the man was in a place called a place of no communication nobody was looking for him nobody was searching for him nobody was calling him to check on him that king source grandson how are you doing this is a guy that came from royal place he was a, a, a guy that came from royalty came from the palace but because of a situation he had been excommunicated he had been crippled and because of that nobody was thinking about him a guy that could be a potential king a guy that could sit on the throne because of an issue that he had gotten into nobody even remembered him, but the Bible said a campaign that the Lord reminded Jesus that David got a covenant with your brother Jonathan, and you have to go back and look for the covenant and do somebody good. And when David remembered the covenant, the Bible said he started searching for Mephibosheth. I don't know where you are, whether in Lodiba or wherever it is, but what I know is that my God is coming for you. Yes, sir. What I know is that the Spirit of God is locating you. Ah, you might come from a home that is not wealthy. You might come from a home that doesn't have the things that normal people should have. You might come from a place. It might even be that you, you, the place you come from is not even located on the map. But I know a God. There is a God that I say who is able to enter into the dark place. The Bible says that He take the foolish things of the world to confound the worldly wise. And I pray for you in the name of Jesus, that if you are in some thick darkness, whether you are on the wilderness like David was on the wilderness, God was able to go and pick David out of the wilderness and brought him out. I pray that the Spirit of God will carry you out wherever you find yourself. Perhaps you are in a place that things don't look good, things look flimsy, everything looks dark, everything doesn't look good for you. But I pray, wherever you find yourself, in the name of Jesus, let the hand of God locate wherever you are and bring you out. Uso libri sadikata malagatas gusalata ade yadava salu mongadi satakadikata anigrata losobe katia malagata. One day, Mephibosheth had woken up like he would always wake up. And when he woke up, he brushed his teeth and was going about his normal business because nobody looks for this guy. The guy is in a place of no communication. Nobody cared about this guy. Nobody would call to check up upon this guy. But as he was in the place, all of a sudden, he heard a knock on his door. And when he heard a knock on his door, the guy was surprised because under normal circumstances, nobody would come look for him. And then he went to the door. And when he went to the door, he said, who is there? 
who is there? And they say, come out, we have good news for you. And then they say, what, what good news can this be? And then when they got out, they said, the king has sent for you. Hey, God was able to locate Mephibosheth where he was heading. I pray for you. If he did it for Mephibosheth, he will do it for you. If God did it for David, he will do it for you. I pray in the name of Jesus. That wherever you find yourself, let the Spirit of God carry you out. Wherever you are, let the Spirit of God carry you out. La granda salute kabe, yigi divisa, gada lawa, mundo shanda grande, igadiva antos, ushata, malagadiva, ujene gadibra aluataya, ayanda da gatia vasa. Let me show you one thing. Let me show you something. Look at something. Look at something. And the Bible said, and set me down in the of the valley, which was full of bones. So when, when God carried this man, I thought it was going to take him to a mountaintop. I thought God was taking him to a place of pleasure. I thought the Spirit of God was only carrying him to a place of hope. But the Bible says that the Spirit of God carried this man into a valley. And it wasn't just a valley, but it was a valley of dry bones. Do you know what a valley is? A valley is a lowland. A valley is a place that is sunken. A valley is a deep place that nobody can reach you. But God, the Spirit of God carried this man into a valley. There are times that you enter some valleys and it is the Spirit of God that took you there. There are times that you are in some situations and it is the Spirit of God that took you there. Not everything that is down comes from the enemy. Some of them, it is God that you there. There might be places that you are that you might not know. Do you know, do, do, do you know why I'm saying this? Do you know why I'm saying this? Do you know the man called Joseph? Do you know the man called Joseph? The, the, God had given this man a dream. What was a dream? This guy had dreamt that he was going to be the king. He was going to be a prominent man. He has seen that his brothers were going to bow to him. He has seen that his mother and his father were going to bow to him. He has seen that he was going to be great. He has seen that there was greatness in him. God has showed this thing to him in a dream. And he didn't know how it was going to come to pass. But the Bible said that his brothers developed hatred for him because of his uh, his father's likeness of him. Because the father loved him, the brothers began to hate him. And what they did was to put this guy in a pit. And when they put him in the pit, God brought him out of the pit. And then they sold him. And when they sold him, he found himself in the house of Potiphar. And when he got there, he was framed and he landed in prison. If you were the one that series of events like this were happening to you, you'll be wondering, you'll be questioning God. God, so do you love me at all? If God loves me, why is this happening to me? If God loves me, why this? Why that? And you'll be complaining. God, be there. God doesn't love me. God doesn't care about me. God doesn't want to do me good. I have suffered, sir. And you'll be complaining and you'll be memory. But this guy, they tell did he know that the prison that he entered was the place to meet of his prophecy. Why? Because there was Two, there were two gentlemen that were in the king's palace who would also be brought to that prison to make a connection with him to the king so that Joseph would leave the prison to his position that God would put him in. Who knew that the way to become a prime minister was not a university but it was in a prison of Jesus that any yourself in. I pray there is hope for you. It doesn't matter how low things look like for you. There are times you are in a financial valley. There are times you are in a relationship valley. There are times you are in a marital valley. But I pray for you in the name of the Lord Jesus that whatever valley you find yourself in, look at this one. This one wasn't just only a valley. It was a valley filled with dry bones. Dry bones is hopelessness. When you see dry bones, it means that a man is done and finished. It means that everything is hopeless. It means that everything is done. 
But you see, when he got there, he could have said, Ah, this place I have come to, this is the end of my life. Why am I in a cemetery? Why am I seeing myself here? But I came to pray for you. If you find yourself in a cemetery as a Christian, it means that God is bringing life there. It means that God is raising an army there. And then he finds himself in a place like this. And the Bible says, And and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, they were very there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. They weren't just dry, but they were very dry. There are times that you are in situations that your situation looks very dry. There are times that your financial downturn is very dry. You don't get there's nothing in your pocket, and sometimes you are even wondering the next meal you are going to eat. Very dry, very dry. And the Bible said, and he said unto me, Son of man. Can these bones live? That's the question I'm asking you now. Son of man, son of man, can these bones live? Son of man, can this marriage work? Son of man, can this relationship work? Son of man, can this business work? Son of man, can this job work? Son of man, can where you find yourself work? This is the question I'm asking you. But, 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 but look, look at the answer. Look at the answer. Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, Oh Lord God, thou knowest. Oh Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones. This is where the word is. Prophesy on these bones. Prophesy on these bones. I don't know the situation in which you find yourself and I don't know where you have been put and I don't know your advantage or disadvantage but I came with the word of the Lord. The son of man prophesy on these bones. I don't know whether it is a marital problem. Listen, I'm going to give us an opportunity to prophesy. I'm going to give us an opportunity to prophesy on these dry bones. Whatever situation you find yourself in, whatever dry bones you are seeing, it is time to prophesy on these dry bones. Son of man, prophesy, prophesy. Somebody 